everyone welcome back to my podcast suchitra's life and in today's episode i'll be talking about a book titled but it's your family cutting ties with toxic family members and loving yourself in the aftermath written by dr sherry campbell dr sherry campbell is a nationally recognized expert in clinical psychology in the US she is an inspirational speaker a former radio host of the Dr Sherry show for the BBM Global Networks and TuneIn Radio she is also an active writer for Huffington Post and entrepreneur.com and also she is the author of another book titled Success Equations a path to living an emotionally wealthy life Dr Sherry earned her PhD in the year 2003 and is a licensed psychologist with over 2 decades of clinical training experience providing counseling and psychotherapy services to the residents of Orange County in California In her private practice she specializes in psychotherapy with adults and teenagers including marriage and family therapy and counseling for grief childhood trauma sexual issues personality disorders illnesses and more before you proceed on to listening to this episode i'd like to add a word of caution here Some details of this episode or even the book may trigger your trauma. So please proceed with caution. The book But It's Your Family chronicles the author's journey from understanding and accepting that her family is toxic and the steps that she takes to go no contact with them. to recover and heal at times when i was reading the book i did feel that the author may have given too many details about her life but i guess she realized that all of this needs to be discussed so that one can get a clear picture of a toxic family and its dynamics So how do we exactly understand what it means to be around a toxic family? Let me read out a brief description from the book through which you will understand what is healthy and what is not. Let me begin. Love is not selfish but other-centered. Yes. We can love ourselves and we should too but when someone says to us i love you that needs to come through actions that strive to secure what is good for us not what is destructive so how will we know for sure when what we have found is love when love is real there is very little insecurity about the other person their intentions toward us or their treatment of us 
If others inadvertently treat us poorly, we can trust they had a good intention, that they will own their mistakes and that they will take the actions necessary to avoid hurting us like that again. Healthy relationships bring us a sense of peace and comfort we haven't seen, experienced anywhere else in our lives. There are no games, triangulations, scapegoating, lying, hiding, gaslighting or two-facing. Backstabbing, jealousy and gossip are absent. There are no teams fighting against us. When love is present, our efforts are supported, our accomplishments are celebrated and our heart is valued as an undeniable treasure. When we fail in life, we are not laughed at, put down or condemned. And the one who says he or she loves us does not feel a sense of joy in watching us go through a hard time. When there are disagreements, there is no yelling or never-ending brain-twisting arguments. When true love is present, so are vulnerability, open communication, feedback, apologies and room for transformation and growth. Love is kind and thoughtful. Love is easy. There is no chaos or drama. There is no making up. There is respect. There is time for oneself. We are not flooded by another person's demands that can never be met. We are allowed to be ourselves and are loved for exactly who we are. We no longer feel emotionally homeless. I think this summed up beautifully what it means to be in love, being loved. And this might be not so easy for people who have been subjected to emotional abuse or any physical abuse even from their closest family. When a person is trying to voice their concern with respect to the immediate family members, most of them are not really taken seriously because the usual assumption is that the family and especially the parents are supposed to um, care for their children. They're supposed to treat them well. But unfortunately, that's not the case for everybody out there. So people who are trying to heal themselves from the trauma, they'll be dealing with certain core wounds that they need to heal properly. Some of them listed in this book are low self-worth because we've, we've never been loved by a toxic family member. So the person would really have a very low self-worth 
because it's when we are loved by others during our early years we get to understand our own value as well the other core wound is suffer from perfectionism traumatized people are way too sensitive towards criticism because they have been criticized all their lives and another wound is people with this sort of trauma fear people because they've grown up in a volatile immature and chaotic environment that they are nurtured to believe that people are scary and cruel the other core wound is raging or shutting down so when a child sees the parents mishandle their emotions they lose respect for them and they don't know who to turn to when they themselves are going through some intense deep emotions another core wound would be fear of being unlovable when children are raised gaslighting projection of guilt and if they have been constantly denied and invalidated they would have this innate feeling that they're not lovable another core wound would be to uh, cling or to run away so since there was there would be no proper balance in a toxic family it would be like a very back and forth sort of a dynamic wherein a, a parent may love you this second but they may start ha- resenting you or hating you the next second because uh, they will gaslight you saying you are making them unhappy in some way so a lot of back and forth dynamic would be very draining for the child and um they so it it can lead to them being very clingy or they can just completely avoid people and just try to keep themselves to themselves another core wound is pretty much related to the one that i just talked about it's their tendency to make poor relationship choices people with this kind of trauma end up in a similar relationship dynamics because uh, they have never known what does healthy relationship mean or they haven't even had a first hand experience of how it actually feels like being healthy in a relationship being respected so they find themselves attracted to people who are treating them similarly just like the people in their toxic family the last wound is need of validation and understanding so people with this trauma they live with the grief that is not accepted or validated by society because everybody has this assumption going around that uh, parents can never hurt or harm their children which again uh, may not be true in uh, every such instance so in order to reco- recover and heal 
the author clearly suggests that we can go no contact because um, no matter how much ever you try to heal in that environment your progress would not even be apparent because at the end of the day you are in that environment there's no escape you are just going back into the environment no matter how much healing you think you're getting so going no contact and the author beautifully describes that you need not really forgive you can just accept and heal yourself go on and love yourself she says that she had in fact busted all the myths about forgiveness like nothing is unforgivable forgiveness makes us righteous not forgiving persecutes the victim and a lack of forgiveness places us in an emotional prison forgiveness requires reconciliation and all of this thing that comes with forgiveness the author says that choose acceptance over forgiveness forgiveness may end up giving you a certain hope that the other person would change themselves and they would come back and give you all the love that you have missed out in your early years she strongly suggests to accept that it's not going to change that that whatever you are still hoping expecting wondering and thinking it may not really happen and it's high time that you move on and start slowly start bit by bit and she described that knowing going no contact helps a great deal some people may still not have those facilities to go no contact or move out or anything but i think it's very very important to understand the pattern if you're constantly anxious constantly insecure around people who are supposed to be your go-to people and if you are feeling a little i don't know how to put it if you have never known the feeling of a home even being in a home i guess yeah you need to rethink about why you feeling that way apart from this book written by dr sherry campbell there are other resources that you can probably check them out one is uh, a youtube channel called crappy childhood fairy uh which talks about childhood ptsd and trauma and another resource would be a book by another author called uh, jonis webb she deals with childhood emotional neglect sen c e n sen so all these people are doing some interesting work in the area of childhood trauma or ptsd so i request you all to check out these resources and this book is a sure shot guide 
if you are in the situation of being in a toxic family again like i've mentioned the book could be a bit overwhelming but i would say you'll have lot of things to take away from it especially from the author's journey at the end of the day we all need to be a little brave and a little courageous to live out the life that is meant for us until next time take care